Welcome to my second episode of 2024. This episode was meant to go yesterday, which, if you can't tell from my voice, didn't happen because I've been sick. This illness that I have has done a number on me, let me tell you. Uh, I've had COVID twice, and this is worse than that by far. Uh, but I do like to say the current illness is always your worst illness because it's never fun being sick. Uh, but this is my 11th day. I finally waved the the surrender flag because I like to try to do things holistically in terms of uh, health. And so I finally contacted my doctor yesterday and did a video call with her. So I am now on antibiotics. So I hope things get sped up, but I am on my third box of tissues and uh, that sucks. <laughs> the problem is too, that I am the kind of person that bounces back quickly. So every night I go to bed believing I'm going to be better in the morning. And every day I wake up and I'm feeling the same or worse because I, I, I felt like Wednesday I finally was feeling better and then Thursday I felt worse. So that's one of the reasons. Uh, it's a three-day weekend with a holiday on Monday and I did not want to be having to go to urgent care <laughs> over the holiday weekend. That's not a fun place to be. So here I am. I am doing the podcast episode. Come hell or high water, I am here. And I may have to pause or edit out where I have to stop and blow my nose or I might get a coughing fit, um, but I'm here. And I think this is an important topic and I want to talk about it. I'm going to actually have this episode broken into two parts. The first is to talk about what I think is the hottest tip to being successful with your resolutions. So if you want to be successful with your 2024 resolutions, you need to hear this. And secondly, I want to share, and it's kind of a follow-up to my last episode where I said I was going to share what I decided I was going to stop doing and what I was going to start doing. I shared some of the things that I wanted to focus on for my New Year's resolutions in the last episode, but this one is specific to the hot tip. So I, it's going to be a fun episode and I'm excited to share my thoughts with you. So bear with me in the state, but I am here and you will gain value from this. So let's get to it. I am here in sickness and in health, as they say. I am committed to this podcast. Um, anyways, before I get started, did you notice that I have a new intro, new intro music, I should say? That's one of the things I decided to change in the new year is that I realized that when I listen to podcast episodes, I just skip through all those intros and outros, I'm not interested in them. And if you listen to a podcast regularly, it's like the, hearing the same thing over and over and over again. So I thought, why even have a bunch of words that nobody listens to? Why not just have some cool music? I listened to another podcast and she has some really upbeat music when she starts. And I thought, 
I love that. I, it just peps me up and gets me really geared to get in the listening mode. It's kind of like gives me this little shot of adrenaline to to be excited about the coming lesson that I'm going to be getting from that podcast episode. So I wanted to do the same and I wanted to make it short and sweet and and just get you pumped up. So here we are. I also almost, I do video versions of my podcast episodes. I almost didn't do a video version. I almost just put the audio up on YouTube. YouTube's a video platform. So I said, you know, I don't care. I don't care that I don't have any makeup on. I don't care that I haven't had a shower in a few days. <laughs> I am here as me, warts and all. So here we go. All right. So topic at hand is my hot tip for helping you be successful with your 2024 resolutions. And I want you to be successful. Part of this is going to be sharing my experience about this tip, why it works for me and why it works for most people. And then talk about how I'm using it going forward in my New Year's resolutions. First of all, ask yourself the question, are you good at holding yourself accountable? Or do you quit on yourselves? Because I quit on myself a lot. And in a way it's frustrating, but in a way I understand it's human nature. That's just the way we operate. More people than don't quit on themselves. When they set a goal or they make a commitment to themselves, they start it, they're excited about it, and then they at some point give up. There's a few reasons why we may give up on ourselves when it comes to our own personal goals. I mean, we want these things. We've defined them and started on them. And so why do we give up on them? So the three things that affect me personally when I think about why do I give up is number one, I get distracted. I get very distracted because I am a very creative person. I'm always trying to do more things and do things for other people versus focus on what's best for me. And I think a lot of us are like that. And so we live in this very, what's the next shiny object syndrome world. There's an ad about the woman on the phone with her son and she sees the squirrel. She's like, oh, a squirrel. And that's how we live nowadays. And so we're doing one thing and then we see a squirrel. We see a shiny object and we're like, oh, okay, let me do that instead. So we switch gears and then we failed on what we committed to do. And nine times out of 10, for me, I haven't told anybody but myself. I've made an internal commitment to myself. And so it's invisible, right? It's easy to quit the invisible because nobody sees it. Nobody knows I'm doing it. And I'm more likely to stay committed when somebody knows what I'm doing. So distraction is a problem. And then number two is lack of visible progress. So when we're trying to hit a goal, 
there's activity around that goal. So there's daily things that need to be done. Typically, it's daily. I'd say you should carve out time every day because if you save it for the weekend, often it's too much in one day. And so hence, you're not going to do it. You'd rather go for the shiny object and do something else on your weekend. That's why you need to set mini goals. So you have this big goal and then you have mini goals. M-I-N-I. And some people call them milestones. So what do you want to do? Weight loss is a great way to look at this. Somebody might have a 30 pound weight loss goal. So how about two pounds this week or one and a half pounds this week? Two pounds, honestly, is max. (laughs) You know, if you are trying to lose weight, if you want to go on a cleanse, you might lose more. But typically, you shouldn't be losing more than two pounds a week. So set a small goal that shows progress. I remember when I was a health and fitness coach, we're very scale conscious. We look at the the number on the scale and a lot of our motivation is driven by what the number is on the scale. But you can be making progress by losing inches. So instead of looking at the scale, look at inches as another way of, am I making progress? Because muscle weighs more than fat. So you can be actually losing fat and gaining muscle and appearing like you're losing weight to other people, but you're so focused on the scale. So you need to set milestones where you can check in and notice how much progress you've made instead of trying to do something long-term where you end up feeling frustrated because you're not seeing progress. So that's number two. And number three is that, and this goes back to number two in a way, the reward is so far away. It's so far away. You end up feeling deflated. And the reward is so far away and you have nobody there. So you want somebody to inspire your desire when your desire wanes. Because a 30-pound weight loss goal, as just going with that example, it's going to take a while to get there. And so you need someone to help you with that perspective. We get so focused on the long-term goal we desire, and we end up just feeling unsuccessful before we've even given ourselves a chance. And so between the shiny object between the lack of seeing progress and being so focused on that long-term goal, we give up on ourselves. So those are the reasons. And there's more, but those are the ones that when I think about it, keep me from staying with the discipline of what it requires to be successful on a longer-term goal. Accountability is exactly what can help. Having somebody who, and they don't have to be a professional coach, they don't have to be an Olympic coach. They need to be a little bit more than a cheerleader. And if it's a friend, I would say you sit down, talk to the person about when I slack because of flimsy excuses, please give me a talking to. Hold my feet to the fire. You can have an accountability buddy who does that, but in a loving way. So I thought I would share two of my biggest successes, I think, when I look back and think, 
when I had accountability, when I set a goal that I don't think I could have gotten done on my own without accountability, what were those things? And why was that different? Where did the accountability come from? And why was it different than other times that I had set goals and failed or gave up? Because giving up is failure, right? The two times that I've stayed accountable is that I've had formal accountability. I have had challenges, meaning I got in some sort of a challenge model. And if you've not ever done that or know what it means, it's when you gather with a group of people committed on a similar goal with the intent of following through, has a timeline, it has an end date usually, because you're not going to be with that group forever. But I will say that that challenge is going to have permanence in terms of change. You're going to meet new people. You're going to connect with new friends and you're going to make progress. So a challenge, a formal challenge is something that provides accountability in the most productive and I will say fun way. That's one of the reasons I I love them because every time I've committed to a kind of challenge, I have reached my goal. So let me give you the two experiences. The first one is health related. The second one is business related. So let me start with the first one because I think also when we set goals, there's something deep inside of us that thinks we might not achieve the goal. And so when you quit on a goal, you're kind of saving face because if you think you're not going to get the goal, so if you continue through doing all the actions and you and you don't hit your goal, then because for some of us, we set such lofty goals that something deep inside of us fears that we won't ever achieve the goal. And so subconsciously, you might think, well, I don't want to fail. And you know how I won't fail? I'll just quit because quitting isn't failing, right? If I don't do the daily things that required me to get to that goal, then I really haven't failed on the goal. But you have you failed on yourself because you want that thing. Quitting is never reaching that goal. So I signed up for this 90-day fitness challenge. Initially, all I wanted to do was just finish the program. It was 90 days. So I wanted to go through all the workouts and I was in a Facebook group. So this Facebook group, most of which were total strangers, just met them on the internet, didn't know who they were. But I was like, sure, they're like-minded. They want to do this program too. And they're going to commit too. So let's do it. I had gym memberships that I never used. I never, when left to my own devices, would, ah, you know, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do the workouts and I'm going to every, you know, four days a week. 
five days a week. I even had a gym membership that when I had an office and was going into the office in the old days, that was one building next to me. And I could go before work at lunch. At the end of the day, I could do that. I had a membership and I didn't, never did, never, never, never did. So this was great because it was virtual. So I could log into the workout at home, do it, and then check into the Facebook group. But guess what? Before, when I had a gym membership, I never had a gym buddy. Gym buddies work. You meet at the gym, you go to the gym, you get your workout done. And this, I had lots of gym friends. Well, I should say not gym, but workout friends, right? Because they were doing the same workout as me. They were doing it in their own house, on their own time. We didn't have to meet at the same time. Super convenient. Do it when you want. But I will tell you that I, for the first time in my life, showed up because I didn't want to look like a loser. I did not want to look like somebody who made a commitment and wasn't going to live up to my commitment, who wasn't going to fulfill my commitment. I didn't want to look like a giver upper. That meant more to me. If I didn't get to my workout all day, I'd do it at night. I never do that on my own. And so I ended up getting in the best shape of my life. And this is no joke. I was 55. I started uh, right around this time in 2014. And I started it. So very quickly, I started seeing results. And within three weeks, I did an unassisted chin-up. And it was really kind of miraculous. I mean, if you think about it, from where I started to where I finished, I never thought I could have a body like I had. And I, I was 55 when I finished that. That's 10 years ago. Yeah, because I'm about to turn 65. And it gave me such confidence. And you do not realize how much showing up for yourself and accomplishing a goal makes a difference in your life. To have the confidence that you can do that. And when you can accomplish one goal, you can accomplish another goal. And in that 90 days, when you start to do things that surprise yourself and make yourself feel like, oh my gosh, I can do more than what I ever thought was possible, it, it's life-changing. It's life-changing. Just a silly workout program that I signed up for really because my daughter influenced me to do it. And I was like, oh, honey, I'll do this challenge group with you. And it really did change my life. What also happened is that that is the first time I ever manifested something into my life. While I was doing that workout program, I didn't even know what a download was at the time. You know, it's just like message from the universe. And I was doing a workout. And during the workout, I got this download that I want to work out with this guy. This guy in this video, Tony Horton, who... Is, happens to be like my same age. One day he said, oh, I'm 55. And I was like, oh my God, he's, he's like my age. And I didn't think he was my age. And that made me more motivated that I was, I was doing something with somebody who was my age and that person had what I wanted, had, had the capability of getting what I wanted. So it's possible for me when you could see something possible in somebody else, you can see it possible in you. And I'm totally using 
this as an example because this happened to me and was so profound, but you can apply to any goal, any challenge group. Writing a book. I've seen people join challenge groups to write a book and they have a book coach and they write a book. <laughs> it changes their life. So I, what I manifested is I, I had this crazy download. I, I just want to work with him. The message came through that you should try and work out with him. Why not go for it? You should try and work out with him. And I actually paused the workout. This is how much listening, number one, to a download, and number two, writing it down in the moment, capturing it, and then believing in it, that it's possible. So I paused the workout. I ran to the closest notebook I could find, and I wrote down, I want to work out with Tony Horton. What transpired after that is... A few days later, I kid you not, a few days later, I got a message that said, hey, it's Tony Horton. I am doing a contest and you can come work out with me. <laughs> if you win, you can come work out with me in person. I kid you not, you do not know how the universe can help you with a desire that you have, with a goal you have. So my goal to finish a 90-day workout turned into getting in the best shape of my life, understanding how manifestation can work and actually manifesting something that I wanted, setting a new goal of something that I wanted. Then I was even more motivated because I thought, hey, I need to have a transformation that makes a difference that I can submit and then win this contest. So the why of wanting to get in shape. I basically wanted to lose 10 pounds. I didn't necessarily want to get the best shape of my life. That was just the byproduct. But I wanted to lose some weight. But when the why becomes more powerful from a second goal, all the more reason to stay committed. So I never would skip a workout. Never, 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 never not a question and put more intensity, I would say, into my workouts. So when the time came, before the deadline, I submitted. I did a video. I don't think I'd ever done a video. I'd never put together a video in my life. So I had to learn how to do that and then submit it and then wait and hear, which I did. I don't think there was any indication of when winners would be announced. So I didn't know. I just knew that the in-person event where he was going to do this was rapidly approaching. I can't remember how far away it was, a couple months maybe. And I hadn't heard anything. And part of me started to be a little disappointed because I hadn't heard anything. But there was this other part of me that became stronger than the disappointed part. There was another part of me. And again, remember, I had no idea how to manifest. Now I know one of the steps in the manifestation process is to have to believe Without a doubt, you have to believe that that's possible, the thing you want. And you have to detach and say, it's okay if it doesn't happen. It's okay. So I was focused on my initial goal at hand. I was getting in the best shape of my life. That made it okay. It's okay if I don't get to work out with Tony. But I really think it's possible. I really think it's going to happen. 
And it was when I was sitting at my job, I remember the day and I started to think, I, I really feel it's going to happen. You know, I have transformed. And that, that video I submitted was powerful. And I, I do believe it's possible. But then I started getting this even deeper feeling inside that today was the day I was going to find out. <laughs> it is like crazy now when I look back about this. 10 years ago, I remember it like it was yesterday. And I was driving home and I thought, Lori, check your email, check your email. And normally it's like my personal email versus my work email. And that day I'd been so distracted at work. And previous days, you know, I checked my personal email. Is there an email? Is there an email? No, no. That day, did not check my personal email at all. And I started to drive home and think, oh my God, I think it's in my email inbox. I think the message is in the email inbox. And so, again, I kid you not, I got home, I ran to my laptop, I opened it up, I went to my email, which at that point, and you know, we all get spam and stuff. So it was more than a scroll. And I remember the only reason I logged on to my email was to look for that email. So I scrolled down my inbox looking for that email. And guess what? It was there. Dang it. If it was not there, it was there. And I won. I got a workout with Tony. So that was something that was inspired from accountability. If I hadn't joined that challenge group and had the accountability of the people in the group who had the same goal as me to improve their health, and if I didn't have the inspiration from Tony Horton, I would not have realized my potential. I would not have realized the power of manifestation. That's why I think accountability is the number one tip to help you succeed with any 2024 resolution. And the second one is similar and I'll keep it short because I spent a lot of time on that one. But I joined, I wanted to create a course to help people because as I evolved in my personal growth and realized the power of manifestation and the things that you can do with your brain and change and make things happen in your life and all those things, because that first challenge group I just described set me on a path to a whole new world, a whole new life. It was a big pivot point in which I wanted to become a coach. I wanted to help other people have deeper transformations and not just physical, but mental. It started with me working with people on physical transformations, but it morphed into so much more because what I found is you can work on your physical, but if you don't get the mental right, yeah, you're going to revert. Your physical will only, you know, have a certain longevity, and then you'll revert. Typically, that's why people gain their weight back. So it, I ended up becoming a certified coach. Fast forward, this was five years ago now, I joined a business mastermind group of people who 
had online businesses or had the desire to have an online business. So there were beginners like me, and then there were people who were getting into the online space, but they had already been an entrepreneur in their business. And so the challenge I accepted by the coach who was leading that group of business owners or wannabe business owners was to create a program that could be rolled out in 90 days. And I did it. I did it. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't know much. I had tried to launch a course on my own. So I had gotten a course platform and created the videos and such. After five years of creating that first video with the Tony Horton challenge, I had then perfected, although I'm no expert, doing videos and being able to record myself and getting comfortable in video. So that was all part of the process of my evolution from that first challenge group. And so I, I did this challenge, which was like incredible that I, I wasn't even sure that I would succeed at, but I knew I had the support of this group and I would hold myself accountable because that's what I was there for, right? I had to show that I could do this, that I came here for a reason and I'm going to at least implement what I said I'm going to do. And within 90 days, I had created something and I wasn't yet a certified coach at that time. I had a desire to be, but I wasn't. And I created something that was I was passionate about and I had 12 people sign up to join me. And so again, accountability wins the day <laughs> for me. And it's so funny how, because you might be thinking, I give up on myself all the time. Well, let me ask you, have you ever had a challenge group? Have you ever done a challenge group? Have you ever led a challenge group? Hey, if you want to be accountable to something, create one and do it and invite people to it. It's easy to create a Facebook group. So accountability, and that's what really you get in a challenge group, that's what works. That's what will keep you from giving up. When you have like-minded people who have a shared goal, purpose, a reason for doing it, and you're going to meet amazing people as a result as well and have fun in the process. And I think that's what's so important is I had fun doing this. And yes, it is fun when you start to make progress and you see results. That is fun. And so now let me get to part two of this episode. And part two is how I'm changing and how accountability is a part of it. What I'm changing from 2023 to 2024, and I talked about it a couple episodes ago, my last episode of, of 2023 was about sharing an exercise, asking yourself these questions. And one of the questions was, what do you want to stop doing? And what do you want to start doing? It's not wise to add things to your already full plate. So stopping something is important. And I am guilty of always wanting to start new things without <laughs> stopping things. It takes some real, I guess, discipline to remove things from your plate, especially when they help other people. Even in your personal life, if you are doing something for somebody else and you want to do something for yourself that makes you excited 
and the thing that you're doing for somebody else doesn't make you excited and you think you have to do it, you need to stop doing it. I see this a lot in this second half of life that we're in. We have this guilt about having to do all these things for other people and then we're not really helping ourselves with that. We just become resentful. And so you've got to stop doing something to call something new in. And so when I started to think about this, I had in the last three Januaries done my second half spark school. And so that's usually the first resolution, the first goal that I have of the year. And so I started feeling a little resistance to that. And when you feel resistance to something, that means you need to listen, you need to pay attention. And it wasn't resistance from the fact that I didn't want to help people. In fact, the opposite, it's that I wanted to help more. What does that mean? Why am I thinking this? What's going on? That's when I started thinking about quality versus quantity. How can I bring more quality in my life, spend the time with the people I love over the holidays, yet also serve the people in the new year that I want to serve? And what came to me is I just need to stop with all the marketing. I just need to stop with the format, the model of the marketing that I was doing because that was feeling draining to me. And there's different ways of marketing. I just decided, well, I'm going to find a different way and it'll work itself out. I'll manifest a new way. So I didn't worry about it. And that was so amazing. I didn't even think about it. I just focused on quality time with my loved ones over the holidays. I didn't burn the candle at both ends. I didn't feel overwhelmed at all with all the to-dos that I needed to get done that I thought I should do. No, I just sat with my thoughts about what would make me feel good while also helping people. And one day the download came and it was challenges, challenges. What has worked for me? And it's like, why have I not thought of this sooner? Why, why? And maybe it's because the challenges that I used to do were so much focused on health and fitness. Any challenge works. <laughs> Any challenge it doesn't matter what the topic is. A challenge is a group of people joined together to individually have success, individually reach the goal that they set for themselves. Because even though you might be doing the same workout program as I used to do, your individual goals are different. Somebody wants to write a book, they join a book challenge. It's going to be a different kind of book. So accountability is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. I need to help people be accountable to themselves. I need to help people stop giving up on themselves. That is how I can most help people. And while I love my second half spark school and it's super effective, to me, this model was calling to me. A model of let's get a group together. Let's get 
them working together for 90 days and let's set up some challenges within that 90 days. And I can accompany it with my group coaching. How better than having a coach who helps not only when you are feeling like you're not making progress, can help you see a different perspective on number one, why aren't you seeing progress? And what is progress? And what's going on inside your head? Because often it's the things inside our head that are getting us sidetracked. But also, what are your goals? And why are they your goals? Are they the right goals? So it starts before you even start taking action is defining what those goals are. And then having a ball while doing it and meeting cool people. So I created it. So there's three, four-week challenges. And in the last episode, I talked about what I wanted to focus on in my life. And I've embedded that as topics in these challenges. So the first four-week challenge is going to be all around health. And what are the health goals that you have? That's going to be what you focus on. And the second four weeks is going to be creativity because creativity is key to our happiness. And when we're creative, when we're in that creative space, we get lost in what we love. And so that's to find out what you love that you want to work on for those four weeks for that challenge. And I can give you lots of ideas. And then the last one is about personal growth. How are you going to grow, expand personally? And I typically do that through some kind of book, reading, or training. I've become kind of an expert in personal growth books. So I can recommend a lot of personal growth books depending on where you feel you need to grow because there's lots of different areas you can grow. You might want to improve your money, your finances. You might want to learn more about manifestation, spirituality. You might want to learn more about mindset. So there's different genres, different topics in the personal growth world. I always am reading a personal growth book. So whatever personal growth means to you, pick a goal and follow through on it. So that is how I am using accountability, not only in my life, but to help others with it. And I'm super excited about it. And all I would say to you as I close out this episode is, if you have set resolutions, and I hope you have, I hope you're not thinking, oh, those are just for the birds. They don't work because they will work. And they will work if they're aligned with something that you really want to do. And if you have some accountability around the actions to take to get that goal. So find your people, find somebody. Another good example is if you want to run a 5K and get in shape. I did a four miler a couple times back in the day when I was running and they had, although I never joined it, but I probably could have gotten better and had a better time if I had joined the group, but they had a group that people met in person. This was pre-COVID 
And then the ultimate success was participating in the four miler. And so find your people, find what you want to do and then get in that group or maybe just one person, but not a cheerleader. It's going to be somebody that's more like a coach to you. And you can tell somebody what you want from them so they can be a friend who isn't an expert coach. Um, it could be a friend, but just give them guidelines on how you need to be kept accountable. And it's not just, oh, yay, you're doing great, even when you're not. And it's not like, oh, yay, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're just not feeling it. I mean, if you're sick, it's one thing like me right now. But if you're not sick and you're just like, oh, I just am not motivated and your accountability buddy's letting you slide, mm, you need a new accountability buddy. So I'm here today to just impress upon you the importance of accountability and to find, well, first of all, know what you want to do and then find a person or people to lock arms with you and do the daily things that are required and make progress. Because it's all about just making progress and come February, not giving up. All right. You will have made progress by February that so much progress, you won't want to stop. You'll be seeing enough that it's like, this is working. All right. And if my new program called Ready, Set, Spark, because you will get sparked in the process. Like I said, when I gained confidence, life-changing. And it's not just about confidence, but confidence will spark you completing a goal, doing what you said you're going to do is going to give you such a fire in your belly that you won't recognize the person you are in the end of when you've finished the challenge. So it's Ready, Set, Spark. Uh, it's open for enrollment until midnight on the 17th of January. Very short period of time. I'm only taking 10 people who I haven't worked with before. So if I've never worked with you before, the spots are limited. Uh, and the reason I'm doing that is because it's a new program. It's a new program and I like to test things out before I bring a bunch of people in. And so you're going to help me really make it better. And you're going to have undoubtedly success because that's what I do. This is going to be a very transformational program for the people that participate. If you go to notyouraveragegrandma.com slash ready, set, spark, all one word, all smushed together, you can read about it. Nothing fancy, not any marketing. Like I said, I didn't spend any time on any marketing materials. I just had this idea, this desire to do something that I know will profoundly help people. And so I just wrote up what it is and slapped it on a web page. And I'm ready to rock with you if you're ready to hit those 2024 goals. And with that, it's time to blow my nose. <laughs>